Hi folks, it's Den Lenny here from fstopacademy.com and in this episode of Industry Insights, we are at Cinegear 2013. Cinegear is a trade show that's held in the back lot of Paramount Studios in Hollywood and it's a really fabulous show actually very relaxed but lots of sort of higher end filmmaking gear but while we're there we're going to touch base with a few manufacturers which i think have got some really exciting products which i think can transcend not only the high end but also the aspiring filmmaker end as well in this episode we're going to talk to flanders scientific who make video monitors and uh, as you know I've been doing a lot of work with color grading recently and I think it's really important for aspiring DPs to understand color and color grading and using tools like DaVinci Resolve uh, and if, you, if you're new to DaVinci Resolve we've got a number of tutorials of, on the website here available for free it's a really powerful piece of free software from Blackmagic Design. And, but one of the things that I've been asked a lot recently is, you know, what kind of monitoring should we be looking at if we're going to be losing, you know, getting accurate colors and, you know, your computer screen isn't necessarily calibrated to give you accuracy. And we use a calibrated monitor to, to know that this is as good as something's going to look. And I was first introduced to Flanders Scientific by Rodney Charters, ASC, who's been using them on Dallas and some of his uh, big programs that he's working on just now. So it's a pretty powerful endorsement from a guy who's using them day in, day out in, at the highest level. But uh, in this interview, we're going to touch base with Bram, who runs Flanders Scientific, learn a bit about the company and a bit about the models. And um, I hope you find this useful. So here's the podcast. Well, hi folks, it's Den here with another Industry Insight from Cinegear 2013. I'm here with Bram Desmet, who runs a company that you may or may not be aware of called Flanders Scientific. Um, as you know, I've been doing increasing amounts of um, evangelistic kind of activities, if you like, to do with the wonderful tools available to us with DaVinci Resolve, which of course is free software. And but the, the critical thing with any color grading is is a, an accurate reference monitor. And until now, reference monitors have been, frankly, very expensive and probably out of reach for many people. Bram, tell me about your company, what you do, and what you're doing differently. Yeah, so what we focus on is we try to make professional broadcast monitors that will get the job done, whether that's for onset monitoring, color correction, editing, whatever. But you can do all of that, and you can do it at an affordable price. And that's what we really focus on, uh, something that's good enough to get the job done, but costs less than your car. And that's what we focus on. Well, I mean, interestingly, obviously, this is an audio-only podcast, so it's difficult to, to sort of explain the quality of these monitors. But actually, even if we were doing this on video, you wouldn't really get an accurate representation. What I can tell you is there's a richness to the, co to the colors and the contrast. Um, the, the, tell me about the panels themselves. Tell me about the range. Yeah, so we offer a line of monitors that go from 7 to 32 inch in size. Uh, our CM series are kind of our premier monitors, and those all have 10-bit panels. We do 12-bit processing. And then one of the important things to get the colors right is that all of our color management is handled by 64 by 64 by 64 3D LUTs. And those are very, very large. They carve out color spaces very accurately so that you can nail all the industry standard color spaces 100%, like EBU, SMTC, and of course, Rec. 709. Even some of our monitors have DCI-P3 monitoring for digital cinema environments. Um, and that's really what's critical, is to have accurate color representation on the monitor, and that's something we focus on. So. Now, I work predominantly with aspiring filmmakers who perhaps filmmaking isn't their first um, means of, of making a living, but they're very enthusiastic. 
Can you just explain in layman's terms what you mean by 3D LUTs? Yeah, so 3D LUT, basically, the easiest way to explain it is that you're, you're converting from one color space to another. So if you look at the amount of colors that a monitor can reproduce, it can, it can reproduce a lot more colors than the industry standard color spaces that we operate in. So Rec. 709 is typically a smaller subset of the range of, of the full range, native range of the monitor. Uh, and we need to tone that down because what you don't want to do is you don't want to color grade on a monitor in a very wide gamut and think, oh, that red's going to look very rich. And then you tone it down. And then when you see it on something that is calibrated correctly, that red no longer looks the same. That's just one example. So accurate color reproduction is important. And the easiest or best way to do that is to use 3D lookup tables to carve out precise color spaces. So in terms of um, what, what strikes me about your range is that the 21-inch, for example, which I know Rodney Charters mm -hmm. has been very, very um, enthusiastic about on set. Um, it's a very, it's what, two and a half thousand bucks or thereabouts? Absolutely, so yeah, $2,500. What's great about that unit is native Rec. 709, so that's the HD color space that you want to operate in. It also has, um, our, our new version of that is the BM210. It's just like the LM2140, also 21 and a half inch. It's native HD. It covers that HD color space. Um, you have all the inputs you could possibly think of, 3G, dual link, and even composite, component, DBI. So it doesn't matter what you're faced with on set or in a color grading room or in an editing room. You can throw any signal at it. It's going to work. You're going to see it on screen accurately. And then you also get all the ancillary features. You get waveform, vector scope, RGB parade, audio disembedding, audio level meters, all these ancillary tools. So you don't have to buy all this additional gear. So if you're just starting out or if you're just trying to do things on a tight budget, you can do that and uh, you're going to have all those tools available to you without spending a ton of money. So um, partly because we, we run an education site, in terms of uh, the aspiring filmmaker who perhaps hasn't had a chance to understand what all these different um, reference tools mean, waveforms, vector scopes, why, why are these so important? I mean, really, these are, these are reference monitors, aren't they? Tell me yeah. why these kind of measurements are so important. Well, so, you know, you can, know, of course, you can eyeball things, and having an accurate monitor is important to that so that you can see the colors reproduced accurately on screen. But uh, you also need your scopes. You need to be able to look at uh, the measurement tools on screen and make sure that you're getting accurate color reproduction and that you're not exceeding legal levels and things like that. So typically when you have deliverables to a broadcast client or you're working on commercial or whatever it is, uh, you need to keep things within legal specs. You need to keep your colors within legal ranges. And the scopes and the ancillary tools that are built into the monitor help you see that and help you see that you're staying within those ranges and that your material is not going to get rejected by the network. That's kind of the colorist big fear that you spend all this time making things look just right on the monitor and then you send it off to the network and they say oh this isn't within spec so what you have here uh, with these ancillary tools is that you can look at this and you can objectively look at it not just eyeball it, but objectively look at a scope and say okay this is gonna this is gonna fly with the network this is gonna meet all their specifications and if, if you're an aspiring filmmaker and you're not doing work for broadcast television is it still important to have a good reference monitor yeah, sure. So what you want is you want to start from a reference so that even if, you know, it's seen on uh, our computer screen or whatever, it's important to start from a reference, start from a neutral position, start from something that's calibrated correctly, um, and to see your content in a way that's also going to look consistent on any other monitor that's also calibrated correctly. And that's really what you want. You want to be able to say that as long as the other person has a monitor that's calibrated correctly, it's going to look right. As a company, you know, in the monitor space has always been dominated by fairly large companies and, and, and to a degree 
monitor has always been, you know, $10,000 plus to get anything close to a reference monitor. Tell me about your philosophy and your company and why you're doing this differently and, and how, are, how are you? Yeah, so um, we come from a long line of people who basically have uh, always worked in the broadcast monitor space. So, for example, um, I helped start this company with my father back in 2005. He worked for Barco for 11 years. Then we distributed some other brands of monitors, and then we finally set out and found a partner to build our own monitors. Um, and uh, so, yeah, sometimes it seems a little crazy to go up against the you know the big names in the industry. Uh, but what we saw as an opportunity was to build something at a more affordable price, and that's really what we focused on. Uh, we realized that we could do things for a lot less money that still get the job done. Um, and you know, the other thing is we only do monitors. We don't do cameras, we don't do switchers and all this other stuff. So we focus just on monitors. So when you call or email us, uh, the person you get on the phone, the person that gives, gives you an email reply, they know what they're talking about because you don't have to get in touch with the monitor department or the monitor guy at a company. Uh, we're all the monitor guys. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and your friend of S-Top Academy, Rodney Charters, ASC, very busy cinematographer. He's using your monitors. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we, uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, one day we get a call from from Rodney. He says, "My mates tell me that you have to buy this, or that we have to buy this. Uh, so I need to order a bunch of these." And uh, he's used them, and we've gotten some good feedback from him. And uh, um, I think one of the things that he asked for at one point was to be able to take multiple inputs into a monitor, and that's something that in all the new series of monitors we can do now. You can look at two images on screen at the same time. So. That's a great endorsement because you're coming in at an affordable level and often affordability means compromise in quality, but that's just not the case. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what we try to do is, again, make it affordable, but also we don't compromise on the on the basic things you need. You need ac accurate color reproduction. You need high-performance panels. Uh, we do all that. Um, and it, it's... You know, you do have to strike a balance and compromise on things here and there. And when people say, well, why are you better than a $30,000 monitor? We don't tell people, well, we are better. We just say, yeah, that's a good monitor, but not everybody can afford a $30,000 monitor and not everybody needs a $30,000 monitor. So for the rest of the world, uh, that's what we build monitors for the rest of the world, for the people who can't afford those, you know, super high-end, super expensive monitors. But the, the other thing that struck me yesterday when we were speaking was that you have invested a massive amount of money in very high-end testing and calibration equipment. Absolutely. So I, I was doing the math yesterday. Uh, I think in the last 18 months, we've probably spent about $120,000 on, uh, on different calibration uh, probes and equipment. Uh, we've also done a lot of work lately uh, integrating with some of the industry leaders in calibration software as well. Uh, so a lot of our 3D LUT management, for example, um, we, we now use uh, Lightspace uh, uh, from uh, Light Illusion out of the UK uh, to create all our 3D Lots. We've also done some integration work with uh, Spectracal's Calman Studio. So for people who have that and want to export 3D lots, they can do that. And now all of our new monitors, the BM series, the CM series, all these units, even down to the $2,500 monitor, can import these calibration lots from these very sophisticated programs to ensure that you have very accurate color reproduction. Well, Bram, I... I encourage anyone who gets an opportunity to come and visit you at a trade show, come and check out these monitors because they are quite, quite stunning. And I, I still can't quite believe they are as aff affordable as you can make them because they're absolutely stunning. Um, 
Where can people find out more about you? Yeah, so you can just find us at flanderscientific.com. We have all the information on our website. Something I encourage people to check out too is that we have about two hours of user manual videos broken down by chapter that explain how every single feature on the monitor works. So, you know, of course, nothing beats seeing the monitor in person, uh, but you can get an overview of all the features, all the capabilities, all the advanced ancillary features you'll find on the monitors on that website. Bram, thank you very much. Not a problem. Thank you. Appreciate it.